Hey Cass, what'd you do this weekend? I moved and let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> I did not drink or smoke, obviously. We're almost on month six. We're almost on month six. Yeah, also, subsequently, we're halfway through the year. Subsequently. Not halfway through the oh, year. Oh wait, we're more. We're almost on eight, month eight of 12. But check this out. In four months, mm. it's gonna be, we're closing in on 2024. <gasps> Ew, why'd you have to say it like that? In four months. That's 160 And I feel like days. I want to vom, and not because of the shot of apple cider Isn't vinegar right? I just took, but because all of August, September, October, November, December. Five months. 120 five months, days. Five months. I really did the math wrong. It's okay. It's not your strong suit. You're so pretty. Typically, whenever I move, I have a bottle of tequila. Even though I don't drink tequila, my moving liquor was always Reposado tequila, Esplan. And... <laughs> <laughs> from uh, campus yeah uh, 49.99 I'm just so i would typically move with a bottle of espalon tequila reposado and a one pack of yellow spirits and i would hustle my ass and move shit back and forth but every time i would get to the car you obviously have the time from new place to old place and i would light up a fucking <laughs> cigarette marina and a lot of it, i've moved alone a lot or somebody else would be in another car and you have that moment to yourself of being like, this is what, like, this is a new place. This is a new vibe. And you light your cigarette. I'm like, I could, I, I my, like, I can feel the grief you in know, my chest. You know, every other day I go back and forth between thinking, I'm only going to smoke and drink once a year. Keep <laughs> <laughs> on. On my birthday You also with you. spoiled it. Or I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. Every day you go through this? No. But like once a week, I change my mind depending on who I'm talking to. From what? Doing once a year or like three times a year? Or just every day. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> listen, I'm listen. Kidding. I think that the fact that we're almost at a year and, and then be, just doing it once a year to me feels just enough now. But I don't I, want to drink casually. No. I want to smoke. Yeah. I will say though, <laughs> I will say that I was at this bachelorette trip this weekend and at the end of the night, the girls ended up eating some mushroom chocolate. And I did want to eat that. I haven't done drugs. I haven't done drugs in like years. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you're dead. Dare, whatever that means. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good for them. That looks really good. And then this is so funny. So like maybe four of them ate some mushroom chocolate. And then was it homemade or was it retail? It looked like it was retail. It was really beautiful because it was in a bar. Fast forward like two hours later when a lot of the women go to sleep and it's just a small group of me and the girls who ate mushrooms. We start karaoke to each other for hours, 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 hours. And then a couple hours passed. I'm like, okay, it's like 2 a.m. I'm, I'm actually kind of tired. I, I really don't stay up this late, you know, sober as a fucking fish or whatever you want to call it. <coughs> Sober as a nine-year-old on her ninth birthday. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. I'm like, how the fuck am I still up? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Marina just pretended to sneeze to interrupt me. And that was go actually ahead, hilarious. And I think, how the fuck are they still up and so emphatic? And I'm like, oh, they are literally all tripping right now. Everyone, except me. Like screaming at each other, singing old sad boy songs, like fucking Panic at the Disco and just... I chimed in with the haven't you people ever heard All of like of that... Closing the nice. All that good shit. And I was like, oh my God, how am I keeping up? Anyways, I did want to do mushroom chocolate. Why don't you take any? I'm doing a full ass sober year. I think that Didn't you Didn't you could... take a painkiller at some point? Is there something <laughs> you want to tell us? Didn't you? 
I think that you, you would benefit from a little bit of the fuck does that mean? Herbal teachings from the earth. I think okay. you should take some mushrooms, dude. Marina, I have taken mushrooms before. Once with you. And we know how that ended. You holding a pillow and a blanket while we were watching Fern Gully and you refusing until I put it <laughs> on the ground because you thought it was alive. And listen, it was adorable. And then you making castles out of food. <laughs> that was... And that ten was years 10 years ago. ago. And incredible. Have I have you not taken mushrooms since no, then? No, I have. Twice after. Like a lot, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh, duh. I've you had beautiful mushroom you moments. You and Emma were like skinny dipping and, and, and laughing. for. We were mermaids of the pond. It, it was, was fantastic. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. We that literally was, thought you were a lion mushroom. goddess because you got in skinny dipping too and you your hair whipped back and we looked at her like... <gasps> We're like, oh my God, a goddess is amongst us. And then I took you guys to the grocery store and you guys got lost. We got lost in a Kroger while high as fuck on mushrooms. And it was a little scary. Let me tell you. Anyways, it was nothing like that this time around. These girls were just like, we were all acting like we were in a music video and it was hilarious and everyone was so happy. But that's kind of like, I didn't even make myself a fun mocktail or anything. I was just drinking water. I was like, treat yourself, Cassie. You didn't get a LaCroix or anything? No. Okay, so so what was the point of that? The point of that was I was at a fun thing this weekend no drinking no drinking no smoking you're at a bachelorette party bouldered a little bit over some water we were outside we were at a bachelorette party and this bitch did not have one drink or a cigarette my question is do you crave it do you crave the sauce like emotionally or physically i don't know after experiencing what i've had in return from quitting drinking there's just no comparison i could just the goodness and space that it's brought into my life doesn't make me crave it anymore because it was just such a shitty space filler Does that gross you out? No, your feet are so cute. (laughs) Okay, stop looking at my feet. The smoking, on the other hand, it's just completely different, dude. Will I ever not? Your face looks great right now. Will I ever not love it? No. No, I actually, I asked you a double negative. I think you'll always love it because I know that I will always love it. So six months in, what are your thoughts? I wanted to ask you that. Six months in, what are your hot takes on... (gasps) I think I've gained weight. You know when they say you stop smoking and you gain weight? I think I've gained like three pounds. <laughs> I literally do think I've gained a little bit of weight. I know I have. I can feel my ass, you know? So you know, some of those, I'm not saying that I don't love who, my body and its physical representation because I fucking do, okay? But I am saying, you know, some of those weeks when you can feel your the weight of your own ass. You know that when Ksana and I were young? You didn't answer my question. Yeah, I love, I love that. Me too. Feeling the weight of your own ass is amazing. So good. When Ksana and I were young, everyone would be like, oh, I can tell you guys apart she's skinnier than you and they used to say that to me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times what an insane thing to say to somebody and you know what I never let it get to me I mean I did as a kid but I I did I didn't let it like plant forever seeds in me yeah imagine being an identical twin and people constantly comparing you to the other person well we love it yes but when people are like but your eyes are slightly different I always say yeah because we're different people yeah. And then I think in my head, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little Wow, snap. your nose is slightly different. Yeah, because we're different fucking people, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I love this. Let me pour some fucking gasoline on this fire right now. What's even worse is when someone's like, no, you guys don't look alike. And I'm like, are you? I'm like, you look like your husband. You know oh what I mean? my gosh. <laughs> I. <laughs> we don't look alike. Well, you look like your fucking husband. You're fucking your brother. Okay, really quickly. Number one. That is so funny. Do you guys know those couples where they look alike? Sibling couples. They they look like their siblings. More often than not, couples look really bad. You don't think me and JM look alike, do we? No. I think you and Justin sometimes look alike. Sandra, I'm joking. Okay, number one, sibling couples are fucking weird. I think it's kind of hot. 
Uh, it just makes me feel like, I'm are you joking. only falling in, falling in love with somebody because they look like you? And because it's familiar. It wears me out. Number two, I went home yesterday to visit our parents mm. and I printed out these photos from a photo shoot that Xana and I were in last week, a week ago from today with um, the angel Grace. She did such a good job. And I, I gave mom and dad the photo of us behind the scenes, not a photo she took, the selfie I took of us and Al and dad mixed us up, dude. It's because you know why they well, mixed us up? Dad doesn't know. Well, dad still doesn't know who we are, but because you look so much prettier than me in that photo that typically I'm the prettier one. So they went towards the prettier one as Cassandra. I'm joking. You're not laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Maddie and I did this photo shoot at dusk or at dawn. Which one? Dawn. Dawn. At sunrise. And that also, I wanted a cigarette too after that. So we got, we arrived at a photo shoot destination at 6 a.m. with our friend Grace, who's an herbalist and just a G, an absolute G. Virgo sun, Pisces rising and Pisces moon. So obviously... We love you, Grace. We have major chemistry with this of the earth woman. And after the photo shoot, because it was probably like a 30 minute drive home. Fuck! I wanted this. It was 8 a.m. I was like, I want a cup of coffee and a fucking cigarette. I just like did a thing. There are some. I'm like, what can I fucking smoke? (laughs) Fucking wheatgrass? Oat fucking straw? No, we shouldn't smoke any... I know. Combusted matter We're asthmatic. into our lungs. We have asthma. I don't have asthma. I I think I have my cavia guna or my lungs. I think my 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 weak defective space is my lungs. Yeah. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Two, three, four. The belly is the brain of the lungs. What? What? We learned that. Or I just learned that. The belly is the soul of the lungs? You said the brain of the lungs. Well, I'm saying it differently now, which is the right way, right? The belly is the soul of the lungs. Guess what I did this weekend? What? I helped deliver a baby. Well, let me finish. Oh my God. Let me finish that so I can put it back and then you can go into that. I'm just going to close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. So your lung chi, the, how would you describe lung chi? Sort of the resilience, prana, life force of the lungs. Prana and chi have the same Mm. connotation. They're interchangeable. They're they're not interchangeable, but they have very similar conceptual meanings and different Um, seats. Origins. Yeah. Different origins. Love. A healthy stomach will will nourish a healthy lung. That's that's all I'm getting at. And I literally love that because I think that I need to work on my stomach. But what do you need to work on? I just, you know, I have allergies, dude. That means I have some. Yeah, you don't eat enough. I'm working on it. I literally had three eggs this morning. You did? Three hard boiled. That's awesome. I'm going hard. It's just expensive. What else did you eat today? And then that oatmeal. And then I did, which has three probiotics in there and a whole cup and a whole thing of protein powder. What? what, uh, One scoop of protein powder? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. What else did you eat today? A pancake. Okay. Watermelon. What's it? So at best, you're at like 40 grams of protein. Okay, moving on. What did you do? Like 100 more grams of protein. Yeah. Well, I have pork loin in the fridge and I made six chicken thighs last night. It's hard to eat 100 grams of protein in one meal. Well, good thing we have plenty more of the day okay anyways guess what i did this weekend what need one i helped deliver a baby dude tell us the dirty damn deets i and also does it make you feel happy that you don't drink and smoke also because like you know you're gonna have babies soon (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that i was on my way to west virginia with cassandra for this bachelorette party and i kid you not 15 minutes before we got there ring 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 we get a call that my sister-in-law's water (laughs) broke (laughs) and that they're headed to the hospital (laughs) This is literally amazing. You're doing so good. So uh, we got to the cabin at the bachelorette party. I dropped Cass off and I also had all the food in my car. And I basically had to unload all the food and kind of just be like, gotta go. So we drove like four hours to West Virginia. And then I drove four hours immediately back home, picked up Justin. And then we drove an hour and a half to the hospital. How was the baby part? Give us the juicy. Do you think we gave a fuck about how much time you spent in the car? 
Tell us about a, it was a, a baby boy coming journey. out of your sister-in-law's vagine. From her belly to her birth canal to her vagine. <laughs> the baby Carter, who is now a beautiful baby boy, was just perfect. And you just want to squeeze his cheeks at seven pounds, six ounces. <laughs> was happy baby boy, so happy. It's literally He amazing. loved to suck on mama's tit. <laughs> baby Carter loves, he loves left it a little more than right it. But he will go to right it every uh, din- every dinner. He liked the right it before the breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest meal of the day. He liked the left. <laughs> was unbelievable. It was literally amazing. My my thing or watching the baby come out of both come out. Obviously, your that was literally amazing. <laughs> She's a character. That sounded like auntie mixed with. I know it sounded like familial, but not. Yeah. Anyways, um, it was it was not unbelievable. I mean, it was crazy. What the- was so crazy about it? Okay, so what was crazy about it? Watching the progression of labor happen, and then her directly respond to the feelings that she was having in her body, because at first she was completely fine. She was totally fine for hours and hours and hours, and then all of a sudden she's in excruciating pain. And then a lot of people lean away from pain, including the people watching her in pain, like the docs or you, me and her, right? Because yeah, pain, you're doula. Yeah, yeah. We don't really lean in to pain in in a lot of situations. However, she's like a, a huge athlete, so she gets. The She's a marathon runner. She gets Huge it. athlete. You have to fucking lean into pain, you know? So watching someone do that, but have to do it for six straight hours in agonizing pain was really hard. You know what I feel it like? It was really hard I would watch. inevitably end up doing. I think I would end up getting so fantastical with my brain that I would imagine like, like I would be doing my breath work and be like, okay, there's a mermaid baby about to swim out of you and you, these contractions are like waves. And I'd be like, you are mega mommy mermaid. And otherwise like six hours, hours of agony I'd, I'd have to put on a play for myself I would literally have to like make it a whole ass production for the delivery of baby because that's just a I'm actually personally very excited for that experience but you like said it seems like it was a really difficult thing to do it kind of looks like torture for a while there because she wasn't dilating past seven centimeters and you can't push until 10 and she was at seven centimeters for that it was the five latter five hours so she's just is stuck in this place and can't progress for whatever reason it could be a million different things mm, mm-hmm. and yeah I, i'm with you on that i'm definitely with you on that imagery has mm-hmm. i mean hip that's where hypnobirthing comes into play mm-hmm. because holy f just to be at seven anyways, centimeters for hours makes she's at seven centimeters for hours she progressed whatever and then the baby was being born and it was like the most amazing thing you could ever see in your entire life did he cry of course he did not always, don't always i know cry. but he he cried and he did he have hair i touched like i like maneuvered that baby like seconds after it you're came like you like pop out a tit <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> can you imagine be a little weird it was very emotional we were all crying it was so amazing that's so so, I'm so excited to, to doula more babies i can't wait to have that experience i really want someone playing the drums the bowls mm-hmm I'm trying frequency, to have frequency, 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 yes, sound vibration. Can in I the sing room. the gladiator soundtrack? You think? I think that's a good one. How cool would it be to get like a children's choir, <laughs> especially if it was during Christmas time, the holiday and you have Gloria in <laughs> and they all just like little angels. They all have like the little wings and the I was surprised. Mom was like, why don't you go do it at a, like at the OSU birthing center? You're like, bitch, we're not trying to have jobs. Okay. How cool would it be if my actual job was a creative director for births 
I'm like, I will. I was like, okay, what are you feeling? It's an April baby, so, you know, you're kapha, so we need a lot kapha, of... Kapha, dude. Kapha. Some people say kapha. Yeah, they're wrong. Oh, thank you. So it's an April birth, meaning that, you know, this flower is really in season. These frequencies. Why, why are you talking like this? Because this like, is my vibe. Because this feels really and legit. And then I'd be like, okay, you're in this city. The children's choir are going to sing all... You like Dolly Parton? You know what I mean? Let's do Dolly Parton. I'll pick out the linens for you. Oh my God, I could see it all. You could like color the water. Totally color the water and like paint her toes, massage her calves. Yeah, bring in baby animals secretly. Oh. And sushi. My. But that's premium packaging. This is amazing. Yeah, I could creative direct your, and then I could film it. I feel like you wouldn't get much, many shots of me. I feel like it'd be mostly you. Of me, be like, guys, closer, closer. Come here, mommy. What do you have to say to the camera? I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, I do feel like it's very good to rid the booze and all that heavy stuff before years before you even try to have babies. Dude, totally. So that you can actually funnel out the toxic shit in your body. Because think about it. Ridding out the booze and the cigs has been very challenging spiritually, like emotionally. So imagine having this resilient endurance training before you're having the baby. I feel like... Like my patience has gone, has grown tenfold. Has it? Not with everything else and everybody else except you. Just kidding. It's fucking Oh, what I wanted to say too is, when do you think you're going to have a kid? I don't want to talk about this. Why? Because honestly, I don't know. I can't see it right now. I can't visualize it. I don't really give a fuck. I love that for you. What about you? I don't know. Some days I'm like, um, maybe I should just get pregnant now. Yeah. And then some days I'm like, no, wait a year. And then, or two years or three years. Because Cassandra and I have this dream of <gasps> spending three months of, out of the year in abroad with abroad. babies abroad well with ba- with babies without babies but it'll be easier without sons baby you know yeah and then that's why I want like a fucking nanny I want culture in my life more so than I've ever even imagined I would want it especially because we're getting older and we're just getting closer to our roots but I wanted to touch base about something else okay do you want to talk more about growing babies no that's good okay so you know how in month one through four I was like I don't want to see anybody don't reach out to us. We're just like locking ourselves in our room. Wah, wah, wah. Remember that? Yes. So that is what happened for the past four months. I didn't really, I stopped like hanging out with people. And now that I'm getting into month six, I am not seeing a huge chunk of the Sandra people doesn't in my have life. any friends anymore. That's not true. <laughs> okay. The lady at my grocery store loves me. The woman who works behind the deli. Where do you go? Wylands. Oh. And she seems to really be happy. You used to be so popular. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't put that any of that in Th- there. Just be... That's funny. I liked it. Okay. You used to be so popular. Now everybody hates you. <laughs> I don't think they hate me. I just don't I'm think just I'm relevant. I'm just joking. I've lost relevance. I'm just joking. What about you? Do you feel like you still have friends? I mean, I love who's in my life. Do not get me wrong, but it is literally, it is literally like a quarter of the people. And I think that that, sure, that's natural. Like you ebb and flow in life. It would be weird if everything stayed the same. All the variables in your life stayed the same for so long. That means like what, in what environment do things stay the fucking same? Seasons, you know, even change shit up. So this season in my life definitely changed some shit up. Sometimes I wonder... If I'm meant to have friends, <laughs> like inner circle friends. What do you mean? What do you mean? Tell us. Tell us. What do you mean? <laughs> You're so talented. I'm serious. <laughs> I fucking love you. 
I, I just mean, how many best friends do people actually have? But everyone's definition for best friends is different. How many super, like, super clo- close friends do close people Close ass really motherfuckers have? is what I like to call them. Yeah. Like, like they know that you, you are just fully you. You don't have to perform for them. You don't have to save them. None of that shit. Yes. Best friends, unconditional love. How many friends do you, do you think most people of those do you think most people have? I'm asking about other people or myself, Neen. I can only answer for myself. Let's do both. How many people? I don't know how to answer that for other people. I'm curious about. People have big groups of friends, Marina. You think so? Yeah. People have big groups of friends. But when you really break down to like why you show up for somebody and what it means to love them for who they are and to not judge and to not project. I heard this sick ass quote from Stutz, the psychologist on armchair. He's an armchair. He's an armchair. Fuck. He's He's an an armchair expert. And he basically said, the sign of a healthy... He's an armchair expert. He said the sign of a healthy relationship is when... He's an armchair <laughs> Go ahead. From okay. the top. He said that a sign of a healthy relationship is when there isn't a sub and a dom. And very naturally, we are going to step into submissive and dominant roles. Okay? But when a healthy relationship is when you're actively working to not have that be the structure. So for me, an inner circle means that you're deliberately avoiding trends that fall into, I don't know, shit that you don't identify with. Using shame, guilt, power dynamics to maneuver your position in your friendship. Yeah, because in a lot of my friendships, Marina, my gut is to make that person feel comfortable so that that I can be around people who feel good in their bodies. That's when I feel good. But at the end of the day, that's me overcompensating and trying to I'm not actually showing up as me, which is why Marina has made the joke that she thinks that I'm like, you know, turning kind of into a bitch. A little bit. A little bit. And I'm like, well, I actually think that that's just me. I'm a hilarious bitch. You know, I watched the Taylor Swift Miss Americana documentary. And she cried and she cried and she cried. And I'm totally, you can just call me a Swifty. I mean, is there a fan club or a group that I can join? Because I am so, I'm passionate for T-Swift. It's unbelievable after watching that Of course there's a fan club and a group. It's like literally the United States, the world. But she says the same sentiment as now she is actually coming into her personality. So people are having all sorts of opinions on how she chooses to maneuver herself throughout society. And I think that that's very similar to what we're talking about. Totally. It doesn't have to be this huge falling out, by the way. I'm not saying like I'm, I'm six months sobs, but I've changed two major variables in my life. Major, major variables. Things are of course going to change around it. And also I don't need, I don't need to address it with everybody, you know, but it's kind of just inadvertently going to happen. So I was saying that I think that people kind of actually feel drawn to larger groups of people. But ultimately, when you talk about inner circle, like people you can show your soul to, I think that people have often have a few. And I think I just have a few as well. What about you? It's small. Yeah. It's real small. I have a really hard time letting people in Mm -hmm. in a way that's actually going to be advantageous to your relationship. I mean, you could probably, you could probably say how many people I actually show myself to fully. Two. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Yeah. You can say two. That's okay. fine. And I want, I'm curious if that's normal or if... Other- what is normal? Marina, what is normal? normal what is normal? Is- My question is, do other people feel like they can't be authentic to their friends? Yes. And if they say that they can, I'm sorry, motherfuckers, but you're lying. I don't know if that's true. 
I want to get to the point where I can be authentic no matter where, what conversation I have. Well, then stop trying to impress people. Like stop trying to make other people feel comfortable in their own space yeah, and bodies. That's, the goal. that's what I'm trying If you stop to do. doing that, oh my God, I think that you are just going to have a freeing, like you're going to take, I think that the, your shackles aren't locked, but they're still on your fucking arms. But then I think about how you navigate yourself sometimes so unapologetically yourself. And sometimes you come off like a fucking bitch. Yeah. But I'd rather be an authentic bitch than a fake princess. <laughs> Seriously. Was that I'd a rather, Cassie original? It was a Cassie original. I would rather show up as myself than put on these uh, facades that aren't, that have nothing to do with what I'm actually trying to get out at in this life. God, I love you. Otherwise, where are we moving? Further away? Further, further away from what our soul is asking us to go towards. What's the point of your life? <laughs> what I can tell you about the point of me quitting drinking and smoking, I can do that. Not the point okay. of my life. What's the point of all of this? Because from quitting, drinking, and smoking, I didn't have this perfect idea of what it was going to look like. Okay. I just knew I had to trust in this thing and have make space because something was going to come from it. It's actually inspired from literally what I heard on the Kardashians, um, about how this belief happens at a really young age. When you believe in Santa, you don't really know who Santa is, how he gets to a billion houses in the night. You don't know even what being good in quotation marks means. You just trust and you have faith in this magical thing that once a year Santa's going to show up and give you these beautiful things and then you're going to, you know, wish for it to all happen all over again and it's like this beautiful thing. That's like that first fantasy that we have as when we're kids. That magic I'm reapplying to my life right now. Meaning I don't exactly know what not drinking and not smoking is going to do to my social life, my career, all these things. All I know is that I'm sort of just believing in the, the overall fact of the matter that it's going to feel good, that it's going to return to me in some way that's, that's helping me move towards happiness. That's faith. That's, that's literally the definition of faith. And when I think about how, what's probably going to happen at the end of 12 months is, dude, I think I'm probably going to want to help people, not help people, encourage others who are curious about any of this shit to like, give it a go. Because when you're in your 20s, when you're in 30s, when you're 40s, whatever, whatever age you're at, I just think that you'll really thank yourself for trying to do less, make more space and discover what's within this, just the moment that you start to feel curious about it. Because if you do miss that, if you don't listen, I don't know, your body will stop sending you signals. So I just feel really passionate about that. That's my purpose for all this. I also still believe in Santa. So la 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 if anybody tells me otherwise. And also Santa is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> who else do you think set up this that whole scheme who are the most giving people on this planet women it's such a joke i know i literally know okay my purpose for all of this is i wanted to use this challenge as an excuse to take the final step out of the circumstances i was finding myself in that would lead me to staying up late having a hangover the next day indulging too much spending too much money and i was already one step out of there but i love hanging out with you and that was something that we were doing together so I wasn't going to give it up for shit. And you giving it up made it all easy for me to be like, yeah, easy, easy. Yes. It was an, such an easy yes for me. Totally. It, I also think it did facilitate some friendship shit for you too. Meaning like, you know how you were saying the hamster wheel effect, St stopping drinking and smoking. Sure. It helps the bank account. Sure. You don't have hangovers and whatever staying up late. I don't know if I said that already, but it also perpetuated you being in similar situations where 
I don't know. Inspired. Yeah, it was the same old, same old. If I same old, same old, different story, different fucking chapter, same fucking concept. Sorry. If I find myself in too many positions, too many hangouts, too many meetings, too many phone calls where I don't feel inspired, I get so fucking depressed. I get a lot of calms throughout the day, and Mm. if too many of them happen where it just the energy feels low, where I don't feel inspired, I start to feel not great. And in usually drinking scenarios, it, the hangout will probably feel like a whole lot of nothingness. And then the next day I'll feel a whole lot of shit. Like but wait, hangover. Does what that about, make sense? Can you repeat that? During the hangout with a bunch of drunk people, no one actually says anything about anything. Yeah. And then the next day my body feels like crap. And then I feel physically bad about myself. Yeah. So it's just like, it knocks me down six pegs of yeah. energetic goodness. And then the emotional part is like, oh, why? Like why why? I was already tired. I had whatever. Yeah. I actually feel bad about myself when I get in bed. Not even. Uh-huh. Me too. That had me thinking about how I didn't realize that my social barometer was actually the scale was much smaller than I knew it to be. So when I was drinking and being out, I would overextend all the time. Also check this out. I would literally go out to drink because I knew it was an avenue for smoking, by the way. And I'm just an, uh, what's it called when you have like oral? Oh Yeah. I'm just like this oral fixation kind girl. So whether it's tea or coffee or whatever, I'm downing beverages. So when I was drinking, I would just fucking drink so much. But I ultimately, what ultimately got me there was because I love to be outside with people and smoking, but I didn't realize that doing that once a week or more would absolutely deplete me. Now I'm not drinking or smoking. Once a week. It sounds crazy now. Oh, it's not even an option. Cassandra, sometimes it was way more than once a week. I was saying one to three, one to four on a summer, even if it's for going out, popping out. But I'm saying now I actually have respected what my barometer is for emotional and social like discovery, meaning three hours a week I can allocate to like, depending on it's just, I'm really sensitive and I'm finally listening. So what I can do is build that sensitivity over time. So it can maybe be a larger scale barometer so I can have more endurance to hang out. But right now it's like, Oh shit, I get drained really easily. Me too. I would mask it with alcohol, smoking, sitting on a patio, being funny, talking about shit, but it just was absolutely draining me. Yep. 100%. That's why after I quit smoking and drinking, I went through a low key depression Because I think that my body was adjusting to chemicals and, you know. Yeah, for sure. And then I had to readjust with like even caloric intake and the amount of sugar that I was drinking and had to readjust. And now I'm finally, oh dude, I'm finally on the up. I don't know if you can relate. Month six is where it's at. We're about to start month six. And I feel like, let's fucking go. Like, I feel like I understood the past six months and I know I know what's going on it's kind of funny to think that we had all these aspirations for 2023 and Cassandra and I are trying to launch this huge arm of our business and we wanted all this to happen in 2023 and sometimes when I feel like we haven't done shit I have to remember that we completely overhauled our life in February in February not only led a retreat together or I ghost led and you led but that's when we decided like February is a long time ago I know. And it's crazy to think that we still have, I'm sorry. It's crazy to think that we only have four months left in this year, Alexandra. I'm just so blown away. I'm blown away. Time is fucking precious. And also Abraham Hicks says doing in quotation marks, nothing is doing something. Like I'm allowing, I, I had to sleep. I had to get pissy. I had to bitch about the fact that I feel lonely, but also that I don't want to see anyone for the first six months. I had to go through all of that. Then I had to go through a blood sugar thing where I'm like, I want fucking sweets all the time and regulate all of that. 
for the first six months, five months. Now I'm like, thank you for the data team, team body, Cassandra, team Marina, like everything that we've been discussing. I also was oversleeping, but I had to do that. Oh my God, guys. Guess who voluntarily woke up at 6.30 in the morning today? <gasps> Did you see the sun? Well, the sun it was already up. up but. but can you believe it? I just started reading. I brought, got up, brushed my teeth, scraped my tongue, started reading. Cersei. Oh my gosh. Are you done yet? No, but I cannot wait for more. Where are you? I don't want to do this right now, but <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite books ever. I think you mention it in every ep, which I love. All I'm trying to say is I am, I, I'm not ready for the year to be over yet because I literally am now like, I love this process. Month six feels sexy. I feel good. I love all of this for you. I also feel like every year should probably feel like maybe the first six months you're running uphill and the second six months you're feeling good, you know? Totally. These short th- thrills, these cheap thrills. I'm not interested. I want these Mm-mm. long-term gains. You know what I mean? Marina goes to the gym three times a week now. So anytime she can use the word gains, she's thick. <sighs> yeah, I completely agree. And also it's given me respect for when you decide to do something that doesn't have an immediate result right in front of your face, like lifting, like going to the gym, like practicing yoga, like practicing breath work or giving up drinking, smoking, or whatever that thing is. That satisfaction you fucking feel month one, month three, month six, like I am, now that I'm taking the moment to reflect with you right now, Marina, I feel so proud of myself. I'm so proud of us. I'm pretty proud of us too. Like there are so many opportunities where we could have just been like, looked at each other and said, oh, fuck this, dude. There is so much space in our lives to do so many other things that I would have never committed myself to because I always wanted the secret security blanket of falling back of going out with my friends and easy calling somebody hopping on the phone just so I could light a cig. Like there are certain people I'd call, pour some whiskey and smoke a cig on my patio because it was socializing. I also want to say, let me know if you agree. Sober Cassie is so much ballsier. I'm like putting so many of my own eggs in my basket. I'm maneuvering in a way that feels new and different. Because you're not drained from the, you're not in a constant state of hangover and depletion. But like, even think about it, Marina, the products that we're launching, the brand that Marina and I are working towards together. All we know is that we want it to feel something that Marina and I are just like, yeah, that's it. That's us. We just made something that represents us. And doing that, not even having anything that we're able to reference right now and creating it from ground up would not have happened if we were drinking and smoking right now. I can tell you that. I'm just saying, I think that the space that it allowed for you and I to bond in our sisterhood, in our working relationship, in our friendship on this podcast, it just, it happened. I can't wait for everybody Because to we see. stopped all of that other stuff. Yeah. Not that it was the right thing to do, but... My God, it's been so beneficial. We just turned right on the path. We started to go a different direction. Completely. And we're like, okay, we don't really know what's at the end over here, but do you got me? I got you. I guess it doesn't matter. Let's go. I can't wait for everybody to see what we're going to do. I seriously cannot express my excitement. Hmm. Okay. Another week down. So that's what we feel good about. Um, I'm on top of the world right now, but... It's also, I have a lot of unknowns in my life. What about you? Same. I mean, I couldn't have any more unknowns. Every time I burp, I feel like I'm going to throw up because of the apple cider vinegar. I have so many unknowns in my life. So many things are changing by the day, but I'm feeling so inspired. I'm reading more than I ever have. I'm spending more time in my garden, waking up early, working out, hydrating and taking care of myself. I just feel happier than I ever have in my life. Ooh, and another thing is Marina and I are taking on just a few more clients. Marina developed this beautiful Ayurveda program that is curated to just 
kind of help you reach feeling really, really well in your body. Groundwork on your gut, on your digestion, on your hydration, on your sleep, on your anxiety. And she's going to lead that whole sort of program. And then I'm there to support in many ways through lots of different things. So we do have that launched. It is on her Instagram. Yeah. Tell them, tell them. If you have symptoms like hormone imbalances or an autoimmune condition, or you just feel groggy and just lethargic. Yeah, dude. Even if you know that you want something to change, but you don't know exactly what it is. This is for men. This is for women. This is for the person who maybe doesn't use the toilet at all or uses the toilet too much. The person that just knows that they want to drink more water and start on some rudimentary strategy for their health. This is the most nourishing program ever. I believe in it so much because I've been through it and I've watched Marina work with so many women and it's just so inspiring. We'd love to work with you if you so have. So we'd love to work with you. So we'd love to work with you. And if you have any questions... Shoot us a DM and we will tell you all the things. Update on me learning how to twerk. I am probably 50% better than I was last time we recorded this episode. Okay, we're going to end this so I can see what Cassandra's got. Marina's going to take a nap. Okay, love you guys. Love you guys.